0: Welcome to episode two of Indy Stars Dog Talk podcast. We're here with uh, Butler Insider Akeem Glaspie I am Macklinesque, and the Bulldogs are three and one, coming off their first real test on the road at Michigan State—a twenty-point loss. Uh, Akeem, you and I were just talking before we hit the record button. I, I'm not ready to say that this team is as bad as last year's. I think that we saw enough good and enough flashes from these new players to think that. Yes, this is just game four gelling together, but I think we're going to see better days with this squad. What were you were in East Lansing? What what did you see?
1: Yeah, I mean, at first I would say it was definitely. I mean, it's their first true road test. It's a hostile environment. You know, Pierre Brooks is coming back to his home state, his former team. And dude, Hogard was talking some smack like that was
0: unnecessary. Like <laughs> there, yes, was... there was the, there was the jam that Brooks had, and he did the tapping on the head, like you know. But after that, like Hogard, come on, man, like you're up by twenty, like you don't yeah. need you don't need
1: to do that emotions were high and i mean pierre was getting booed every time he touched the, the ball and even thad was like after the game he's like there's 10,000 people you know screaming at pierre every time he touches the ball and you know pierre talks back and gets a technical and i mean that i mean you when you're trailing and you're the the, you know the less talented team a technical could really swing things but yeah it was an interesting game for your first two road tests you have freshmen there that are playing in their first experience and yeah I mean we were talking again before that this team is talented but at what point does it become theoretical talent because teams know what DJ Davis can do you know they know what Pierre obviously they're familiar with Pierre and Jamil and posh, and their weaknesses were definitely exposed in that game. Granted, not every team is as talented as Michigan State, but you know if if DJ is going to shoot one for eight, I don't know how many teams they will beat. Or you know, and everyone shot pretty terribly, so it was it was a tough matchup. And yes, they were in the game for a little bit, but like last year, things fell off the rails pretty quickly, and it was a little disappointed. But I, I will say, after the game, Thad was pretty not encouraged, but the, obviously he wasn't you know discouraged. He said this was a learning experience. You know, the guys are still learning. You know, uh, Finley was playing a little too passive. He passed up some open shots. Bowden looked kind of shaky at, at, you know, in his first kind of. Until he hit that three. Yes.
0: Are we seeing more of Bowden Kapke than we thought we would see so far early this season?
1: Yes, because I don't think Jalen Thomas has been 100%. I mean, of the starters, Jalen played 17 minutes. Far fewer than all the other starters,
0: and he wasn't. It's not like he was in foul trouble. He only had three fouls.
1: Yes, so I don't think Jalen Thomas is at a hundred percent. So yes, we are going to see more Bowden, but that this could only help Bowden. You know, playing in that environment, getting him more playing time. I'm, I'm
0: getting Andrew Shrabash vibes from from Bowden kapke so far. Yeah, I mean,
1: I mean he, he hit that
0: three comfortably. Now it was, it was his first three of his you know of his career, but he had no pro. It was wide open, but he had no problem putting it up, and so I. I I like what I've seen from him so far. Active, big body. Yes. I mean, basically ready.
1: He had about three fouls in in two minutes. Okay. (laughs) But yes, no, I I like what he can do. Andre Screen is tough. He's he's someone that might depend on the matchups because he's not the most fleet footed guy, but he has the length to protect the rim, theoretically. But guards can get into them and kind of score in the paint and that was another thing they don't really have the the rim protection especially once jalen thomas was out so they were uh, especially tyson walker was really able to get into the pain and they kind of had their way um you know in the paint and, and scoring in close so that was that's something that they need and Connor Turnbull didn't play at all in the first half, and again, talking to coach after the game, he said he didn't like the matchups on the perimeter, whether that was...
0: But that's not a good sign, because what he's saying is he doesn't like Michigan State's athleticism on the perimeter. The Big East is one of the most athletic conferences going right now, and so Connor Turnbull has shown he's plenty athletic. Mm -hmm. The issue seems to be lateral quickness to stay in front of his guy. Is that... So that's not a good sign because yeah
1: i mean again maybe maybe he can progress into that cuz yes offensively he's such a mismatch but defense is, he has to find somewhere he can play cuz he showed last year that he can't play on the in the, on the interior and you're yeah, right yeah
0: he's not strong enough he'll get pushed around no. there a little but i mean so I, that's a concern for me i mean if this is your first high high major test and a guy who's shown a good ability offensively off the bench to do some things just to be buried on the bench and then when he got in there he was placed just in the corner waiting for, you know, to make a baseline run or to shoot a wide open three. So a little concern there, but I, I, I'm still, I I know it's a 20 point loss at the end of the day, but you look, if you watch some of the performances, some of the players, you see signs that this is at least for me, that this is going to be a better team than last year. Posh Alexander is a better point guard than they had last year. Okay, he shot terribly. He was two for ten. That's not going to happen every game. This is a tough environment. Michigan State's good. Okay, but Pierre Brooks, useful player. Athletic, can do a lot of things, can put the ball in the hoop. DJ Davis can shoot the three. Again, a rough game, one for eight from the field. But, again, we know he can shoot threes. He's confident. He just needs to let it fly. Telfort. He's an alpha. He put up 15 shots, only made five of them, but at least two of them were threes. But he's also mixing it up on the boards. So he's athletic. He's, he wants the ball. He's willing to take a shot. And then, again, Jalen Thomas, if you say he's not 100%, it, it, the, the interior might be where they have problems, again, with depth, if we're relying on, you know, Bowden Kapke as, as a redshirt freshman and Andre Screen. Oh, Scream. as a true freshman, Bowden is. Oh, true freshman. There you go. Yes. Even And then and then Turnbull. So, I still think there are pieces here. I I think there's enough pieces here to be more optimistic than pessimistic coming out of that game.
1: Yes. I I don't think they're the second-to-worst team in the Big East like they were picked. You know, only picked to finish ahead of DePaul. I I never thought that. But, again, we're going to find out really quick, you know, how talented they are. Because coming up, we have Florida Atlantic on Thursday and then either Penn State or Texas A&M. Those are I mean, Florida Atlantic, obviously the Final Four team, ranked 10th in the nation. Just lost to Bryant. Yes, so we still don't know. Martelli Jr. So <laughs> we don't know w- if they're going to still be ranked. But.
0: If you lose to Bryant, I don't care if you're 10th in the country. If you lose to Bryant, you shouldn't be ranked. Like, well, and, and, and I know preseason rankings and FAU is where they are ranked now because of what they did last year. Okay, you just lost to Bryant in your third game of the season at home. You're not a top 25 team. Like, the Cinderella – shine might be off a little bit so butler
1: butler still has to win this they have game. to win that game yes. because
0: again if fau is not some great team in their conference this year then a loss looks then bad. then that loss looks bad and then you're playing when you lose that if you lose to fau then you're playing either penn state or texas a&m both those teams are already four and texas a&m has some decent wins um at smu or at ohio state against smu so they've got some decent wins penn state has played cupcake and city so Penn far. Penn State
1: beat Butler last year though. Butler went on the road. New
0: new system though with Butler or with Penn State, new coach Mike Shrewsbury's at Notre Dame, so maybe there's still some growing pains there. Yeah. But there's definitely growing pains with Butler. Mm-hmm. You can tell that this team has been put together pretty quickly, you know, they on the fly. And and they're still feeling their way out. That's a tough test at Michigan State. It's it's raucous. They're on you again. Pierre Brooks was playing with that extra emotion. So I think you don't give them a pass, but again, as you said, Coach Mara said, it's a learning experience. Mm-hmm. It's the fourth game of this group's, you know, being – they're not going to play much tougher games than that this year. I mean, maybe at UConn, but, yes. I mean, in an environment like that, you know, Creighton is a is, is crazy environment, but that's one of the toughest places they'll go. Michigan State's ranked. They're good, okay? They'll be good. They'll be, you know, getting into the Big Ten title chase. So there's no shame in, in losing that game. It's just what you take away from it. Um, I still think – Landon Moore had, had moments, but still, that was that was a big moment. That's the Big Ten. You know, he's playing a Big Ten team. He's coming from St. Francis. So I still think we're seeing some signs from these guys that it's not all doom and gloom.
1: No. Like I said, they are more talented, and you just want to see them make steps. And you kind of want them to find an identity, something that they can put you know put their head on. Uh, I thought it was going to be outside shooting, and that didn't come to fruition. Uh, but the, in this game, it didn't come to fruition. They— I, They
0: have shooters. They do. Like, DJ Davis is a shooter. He can make threes. Telfort can make threes. Pierre Brooks can make threes. Biz Jack can make threes. Landon Moore can make threes. And we saw Bowdoin Kapke hit a three. (laughs) So, like, are you going to shoot 28% every game? You better hope not. Yeah. I mean, and then they shot, what, 28% from the floor overall against Michigan State. So, a few of those go in. You know, you're not – it's not as bad as it is. Again, I'm – Maybe I'm just being overly optimistic. Maybe I'm just too bullish, and maybe I'm just really trying to get rid of the stink of last year because that was just not enjoyable to watch for the most part. Correct. Uh, so, I still think we're we're going to learn a lot this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I can be put my you know I can put it all back in the box if it goes really poorly this week in Orlando. Yeah. But right I- now, I. Th- I I think they're better than they were last year.
1: This will be a pivotal week. I mean, if they can, you know, get two wins, that, that would be huge. You know, they don't. if they go winless, then I'm going to have to reevaluate what I thought. And maybe they are closer towards the bottom of the Big East, you know, if they go winless during this tournament. But, the, you know, the, the talent is there. You know, I think they all, just from talking to the guys, they everyone believes in Coach Mata. You know, if you talk to everyone on the team, they're there. Probably 90% of them are there because of Coach Mata. You know, they they believe in his system. They know what he can do. They've seen his success at Ohio State and, you know, at Xavier before that, that they believe in what he can do. You know, the the assistants seem to be, you know, pretty energetic and kind of just – they're just seem to be a good collection of guys there that each – they all seem to be able to play their roles. And, you know, so I I do think they're not as bad as they showed, but they could prove me wrong. And this will be – again, this will be a pivotal week. Has,
0: has anything kind of surprised you so far through four games of the season?
1: Um, I'll say Pierre Brooks is a positive because, um, he, again, he had he came in. If, of, of all the people that came in, he was the highest regarded, former four-star, you know, Michigan Mr. Basketball. But he had such a small role at Michigan State, you start to think that maybe he wasn't that guy. You know, maybe he was over, you know, over – Rated, so not, I don't mean that in a negative, but maybe he's wasn't that guy. But I think in this system and with the way he's playing that he can be a, – he's a, a double-digit a night scorer. He can be a potential all biggies type performer. He has the body. He has the – and the, the willingness to do so. I think that's kind of the, the biggest thing that, that he said that he's getting from Coach Mata is that the encouragement to keep shooting, to continue to be aggressive, that he doesn't have to look over his shoulder. You know, he goes four for 11, but – he's not going to get pulled. You know, he has the – He's not doesn't look over his shoulder for someone coming to take his minutes. He played 36 minutes. He played the most out of everyone. So he has a solid role, and I think he's kind of embracing his ability to be a go-to number one type scorer. <clears throat> Jameel Telford can be a, like a number one scorer. On, I like his game.
0: I like his game. Now, yes. did he force some stuff? Yeah, he he forces, some, but he's also just trying to get the team going. Yes,
1: he has the strength. He, he's a he's a grown man, you know. He, no, you're not going to be able to keep him out of the lane for the entire game. Posh. One The one weakness I will say about Posh is his inability to, to finish at the rim. I think you saw that he can get to the rim and he's explosive, but once he gets there, what can he do? He actually has to put the ball in the basket. He's that's, hoping to get fouled. Yes, but yeah, two for ten. I mean, probably most of those looks came with three threes, but the rest probably came at the rim. You, he has to finish those, but that's when it's tough being a six-foot guard that likes to attack the basket and can't shoot that well. Um, or at least consistently. So that's that's kind of the one word and DJ Davis. I mean, he's kinda of the, the X factor. If if he plays like, you know, uh poor man Steph Curry, then they'll unlock something on offense that they didn't have. But if again, if he shoots one for six, then the the offense is gonna struggle. So uh, yeah, DJ. I think he can do it, just from what I've seen, and just the, the you can tell just with the shots that he takes it. And the, again, the scouting, even Tom Izzo after the game, I put this in my insider, but he's like, that kid. Like we were, we were keying on him. we we, we set up our defense to stop him we in practice we had our our shooters emulate DJ Davis and what he can do so and even after the game he's like that was one of the best one for eight performances I've seen he went up to DJ and said that to DJ after the game so that's high praise from Tom Izzo you know a legendary coach but you have to saw what I saw you know he saw
0: talent I'm telling you this there's going to be better days and I if I was a Butler basketball fan I would feel energized yes you just lost by 20 I don't mean like feel energized by that loss but feel energized through what you've seen so far in the first four games of the season is yeah. that
1: fair yes but again I'm I'm it's hard when you're close to it yeah and, no, I see it and this week will be pivotal you'd hate to say that you know three, three weeks into the season but this week will be pivotal
0: okay well let's switch gears because um, you had a story that ran last week late last week um, That kind of went viral a lot of people enjoyed it. It was getting passed around uh, the interwebs. And that uh, is Aaron Kraft, former Ohio State point guard, now medical student who is living with his former Ohio State basketball coach or was, was, living, with, living. was living with his former uh, Ohio State basketball coach, Thad Mata. Now, Butler, as he was doing a little month-long rotation here at IU Health. Cool mm-hmm. story. So just tell us a little bit about this story and uh, you know, Kraft and, and Mata. When he says, like, a recruiting pitch, you know, I'm, this is not a four-year deal. I'm here for the rest of your life if you need me. That that came true.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess you just have to know. I'm I'm learning Coach Coach Dadmata, but from everything that I've seen and just from what I know, that he's a he's a player's coach. You know, he's someone that his players really love. And if you look at his staff at Butler, you know, John Diebler, former player, Greg Oden, former player, he's kind of a, a man of his word. That he's always trying to look out for players that are in his program. And for Aaron Kraft, you know, he was he's studying to be a doctor. He wants to be an ear, nose, and throat doctor. And he, the original plan was to come, he got into a program through IU Health. The original plan was to stay with John Diebler. Who lives
0: close to where I live. Yes, so John Diebler
1: lives in Carmel. Yes, yeah, so I, and, I
0: knew, I've knew i seen him at the liquor store. Not that he was, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. We're both but, over 21, so it's yes. okay to be seen at a liquor store.
1: Yes, but so yeah, I guess if you're <laughs> not from Indiana, you might think Carmel is like a suburb. I guess it is technically a suburb a of suburb, Indy, yeah, but yeah. from downtown. It it's, takes me 35 minutes to get downtown. Exactly, and you know, Aaron, Aaron has to be at the hospital at, you know, really early in the morning. So, you know, he, on the Friday before he had to be in Indiana, he calls coach Thadmata. He's like, coach, I need somewhere to stay. And without hesitation, he says, yeah, come on. So that, that's just like a, that's a just in a, that right there is such an, just a look into the dynamic that they have. That I mean, obviously Aaron Kraft was a great player, but like this is a coach that you know he really views his players as like members of his family. You know, inviting him into his home. That was like fifteen years ago
0: too, right? Yeah, God, it makes me feel old. That yeah, however long ago that was. But I mean, that has to play well on the recruiting trail. Like even now, if he if Thad motto can go in, or even guys on his staff, like you said, Greg Oden or John Diebler, they go into a room with a kid and who's talking to his parents too, and saying we're going to take care of your son. Mm-hmm. And, and what he means is we're not, ne- it's going to be a year. Like you said, not just a four year thing. We're going to take care of your son. If, if he does the right things, if we do everything the right way, we'll be successful and he'll be successful. And it's going to be, go beyond basketball. And I think, I think that plays, you know, and I, I, especially with what, what Butler recruits, you mm-hmm. know, they, they recruit a certain athlete, um,
1: they're not getting one and done. They're, they're getting, not. They're getting guys that'll be here three, four years.
0: You would think. You know, the Gordon Haywards are like the Except, diamond. Yeah, and it wasn't a one and done, but obviously he he left early. But so there's, you know, the Butler way is real. And but when you mix it with what he showed with his loyalty to his Ohio, Ohio State guys, I just think that 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 culture is there, mm-hmm. and I think that that helps in the long run. And we'll see. They don't have a huge recruiting class this no, year. I just, think just, just one guy. Evan Haywood yes. from uh, Burbuff, who actually was on. Uh, our super team Indy Star first team first team super team uh, Kyle that dropped today online at IndyStar.com, so check that out and he is signed sealed and delivered to the mm-hmm. bulldogs signed yes. uh, last week at signing day uh, do they plan on growing the class or are they kind of still wait to see who decides to stay with a yes. how many years of eligibility they have the Correct. Portal and whatnot. it's okay. it's
1: it's I would say it's 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 always changing and moving depending on who you know eligibility and who leaves and that type of thing. So. yeah okay,
0: in the freshman class this year, um, with Biz Jack and, and Kepke, and, and Bowden Kapke. how how we feeling so far about them? We seen signs of
1: yes. usefulness. There's, I mean, they're they're getting valuable minutes right now. I would say Finley is a little further along than Bowden, but that's just because as a big man, that's a lot to adjust to. But I mean, Bowden is a legit six eleven. He's a strong body. He can move his feet. So the the potential is there. Like two years down the road, Bowden could be a you know averaging near a double-double. That's the type of skill that he has. Finley, I've really liked what he's shown as a playmaker. He, like Landon is the first point guard off the bench, but Finley can also play some point guard, which was something that I wasn't aware of that he had in his bag. But you know, there's some some ten some tentativeness there from from Finley. He's passing up some shots, and you know, kind of still trying to adjust to the the speed of the game. But you know, he's a proven scorer. I mean, he had what scored six to three points in high school and at a pretty decent level in Texas without shooting a bunch of threes. You know, he can take it to the hole, and he has he's a proven shooter. So he's someone who's going to come along slowly. And even kind of Landon Moore, while he's a sophomore, I kind of view him as kind of a younger player as well. He's Landon Moore has been really impressive as well. He's the point guard of the future so he could be again another key piece and that's the future you know between Landon Bowden and Finley they're 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 guys that you know that dad's going to kind of have to build a program around and I think they they could be building blocks you know if they continue on the trajectory that they're on now that I think they're they're guys that uh dad can definitely build around
0: all right well that's the future the present is a Thursday game against final four participant Florida Atlantic In Orlando, it's very nice of them to play on Thanksgiving. That's that's a great, great job of them. Nice little tip of the cap, you know, at two thirty in the middle of the day. Let's play on Thanksgiving. But you'll be watching, you'll be covering, um, and I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you will be watching as well. Akeem, thanks for dropping by, and this has been uh, episode two of Dog Talk. We'll try to do this every week during the season. So make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and all your other audio listening apps or whatever that you use. Wherever you get your buckets. There you go. Boom. See? We'll, we'll figure this out one of these <laughs> days.